said, I'm a short-term rental business owner, mm-hmm. right? Like I leverage Airbnb, but at the end of the day, like I don't like just have an Airbnb business. I have a yeah. short-term rental business. What's that mean? So whether Airbnb is here or not, I'm still going to make money off these properties, right? So there's other sites. There's VRBO. There's Booking.com. Matter of fact, travel nurses, right? Business professionals, right? So oh. if you think about it, like the 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 whole art of short-term rentals isn't new. There's always been housing for people that needed housing for short-term stays. I see. You know, Airbnb just made it popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, I just need to adjust my mindset. Yeah. Because I'm thinking Airbnb, these companies don't like Airbnb, but some people are like, it's a travel nurse or in uh, Delta. So they have what's called, uh, what's it called? A flight pad or a travel pad or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? So Delta employees... Something pad, okay? Like, they fly into these different cities and they can go to this room. It's like a shared room, kind of. And I never really thought about it. Is Delta... Delta's probably finding somebody who either owns the property or a short-term rental specialist. Releasing the property. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, a many, there's many different ways to make money off these properties. Again, Airbnb is just really one, you know, aspect. And a lot of times people have, you know, have asked, like, hey... How did your Airbnb business do, you know, during the pandemic, right? And I mean, I'm going to be pretty transparent, you know, when, when the pandemic first was at its like high, you know, all-time mm-hmm. high or just at its peak, um, we definitely, you know, took like a hit in terms of some cancellations, mm-hmm. right? But then it just kind of forced me to pivot. That's when I tapped into travel nurses because although there was a lot of chaos going on, guess what was at an all-time high? Travel nurses, doctors, health professionals that needed to go into hospitals in different cities and states all across the country. Mm. And I found these travel nurses to fill up my units. Mm. You know? So the thing is, that's not a trend. That's not a trend. You know, health professionals aren't a trend. Business travel isn't a trend. I begin to attach a little bit. Yeah. Emotionally. I, I like, yeah. yo, if it's like the perfect space. Yeah. Remember the one we look, we went to look at? Uh, yeah. Joe, you was there, right? Yeah. yeah was Reese there too? Yeah. Oh, you got the footage, right? So we, we walked through this, it was, I think it was, what, 30,000 square feet? It was. A big turd. And what's, yeah, it was, but I saw the beauty of it, too. Yeah. I saw the beauty, but it was a turd. 30,000 square feet, not far, from around, around the corner. And what was impressive is it's this big building, and there's no pillars on the inside. Right. So the way I'm looking at it, like, yo, we can have a concert. In this we could build this joy, and, like, we have a Drake concert, and it will hold the people. And I'm like, oh, T, I like it. And she's like, yeah, it's all right. I'm like, yo, but it, I, I, I don't know. I forgot how much they wanted. They wanted like three million or something like that. It was, it was, it was up there. It was just too much. Tara can't like the number. Yeah. So it was just the numbers for me. It was just the so numbers. I'm for looking me. at what we could do with the space, and you're only looking at the numbers. Yeah. Well, because the numbers is what bankrupt people. When they don't look at them, they get haircuts. You cannot buy real estate and not pay attention to the formulas. That is why we have formulas. So if you're going to invest as an investor, you got to you gotta show respect to what's going to protect you, the numbers, right? And so like, I'm like, Dave, we're going to have a whole lot of holding costs, you know, for a long period of time. And we got to put in a lot of money into this. And you know what I'm saying? Like the numbers just have to make sense. Now, if Homeboy was at a million, 
be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Right you know, right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But they haven't, you know, in this market, people will try to get you to overpay for something um, just because it's a trend. Because, you know, oh, Atlanta is so hot. The market is so hot. We're going to overpay, blah, blah, blah. And you got all this inflation. I'm not emotionally driven. And that's what keeps me protected because I know this bubble eventually is going to pop and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to eat. Like we're going to eat like debit cake eat. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be good, you know? Um, (laughs) And so I do believe the transfer of wealth is from the inpatient to the patient. So tell me about the system that needs to be in place. Because right now I'm still thinking in my head, I get an Airbnb, somebody books it. I reply to them. They check in. You tell them where the key is hidden or whatever you got to do. And then you, you you manage that, right? Right. Tell me about the system behind, that drives 40. Because you're not, you're not, you're probably, I'm sure you're not paying 40 rents every month. You yourself. Right. So basically, the system is, which I mean, as far as the setting up the Airbnb itself. To where you can run it like a business and not be running around to every single Airbnb putting out every single fire. Right, right. So I definitely, um, the system, I, I definitely have a house manager. So you can either have a house manager, you can have a VA, a virtual assistant, or you can either do it yourself. Like, one, like I say, one or two units, you honestly can manage it yourself if you have a little time on your hands each day. Um, and also... A cleaning staff, that's very, very important. You know, one unit, you really don't need a maintenance guy, but it's good to have a handyman on the side because you just never know if the apartment complex can't come right away or whatever. So, you know, of course, have a maintenance guy, which you can find at Home Depot to Lowe's. Um, That's their favorite hangout spot. You know, just go and say, hey, can I have your number? You're you're a handyman, especially if they're on that side of town where your Airbnb is. Mm. And, um, you know, have all those people in place. So your your house manager would make sure that the guest is... um, they reply to all the guests when they book, when they check out. They are handing the, the back the back end stuff, you know, making sure that the guest is okay, they check in okay, and your cleaner staff will be there every single day when somebody checks out that morning, right? And to make sure that they're cleaning it, and the whole process is basically automatic, you know, automation. I mean, so basically, you know, we have keyless locks on all of our Airbnbs, so we don't have to worry about the guests losing the key or the handyman can't get in, or the cleaners can't get in because of the key issues, they can just go right in and, you know, take care. And we can change it from our phone, change the password, you know? All right, so, all right, because I, I want to get into it. For somebody who is not in, they don't have enough space, because I have one, how hard is it to get into the game? So I tell people all the time, it definitely varies. It's based on your moving cost. So like I've gotten event spaces for as little as like 5,000 and I've had event spaces where I had to hand over a check for $30,000. It really depends on how you structure your deals. Give me the, give me, give me the 5,000. Right. Give me a scenario where I got to come up. So typically, well, in every county, province, and state, it's different. But typically in New York, moving costs, which is what you have to hand over to acquire a property if you're renting it and not buying the actual building, is it's usually uh, one month rent, two months security. So if your rent is $5,000, you're handing over a $15,000 check. Now, that's not always the case. You said if your rent is $5,000. If your rent is $5,000, so you have moving costs. Moving costs is what it costs to acquire the property. Yes. So if your moving cost is one month rent, Two months security. Two months security. Got yeah, it. you're handing over three months of rent check. You're oh, handing over fifteen thousand dollars check. Right. So that's why I'm, that's my point exactly. I think getting this joint was like four thousand dollars. That's what I'm saying. Five so rent. it's different for everybody. Like, I've gotten event spaces where just like all the landlord wanted was one month rent, one month security, and the rent is three thousand dollars. I'm handing them over a six thousand dollar check, five thousand dollar check. And I also have uh, I've had other landlords where they like, yo, I need like four months of. That was actually my first space that. I- 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Actually, God, they wanted four months of rent and they wanted uh they want no sorry they wanted four months security one month rent and rent at the time was like 38.50 so i was handing four over four months security yeah Golly. yeah because especially when like especially i'm not trying to say this to discourage anybody but especially when like you're a new entrepreneur you've never had an actual existing business they want a little bit more skin in the game but, but when, that's like, new york though I yeah think. that's yeah, new york yeah, bro, it's nowhere near that here to Atlanta, i know bro. that's the new york is honestly it's, it is what it is but yeah. yeah in new york everything is a lot more difficult and that's why they say like you can make it in new york you can make it anywhere that's a fact you know that's what i'm saying fact. so and we out here making it in new york so yeah that's real <laughs> do i need to raise this up a little bit joe 
We good? Okay, all right, cool. So, um, all right, so you find a location. Do you buy or do you lease the spaces? I lease the spaces, yeah. I, I just, I prefer to lease the spaces. You don't buy any of the spaces? Nah. Why not? I just see my money a lot faster. You got to understand, a New York property is extremely oh, expensive, yeah, sure, sure, dude. Sure, sure. The building that I rent, the, the same buildings that I'll pay $3,000 a month in rent in is a $3 million property. If I had to buy it, and you got to remember, it's commercial real estate because I, I have a background in real estate too. I got a degree in real estate and a license. So it's like, you got to put 20% down on that. 20% down on $3 million properties, what, like 600000 how, how long do you think you're going to take to make it, see your money? Right. As opposed to handing over, even if it's a $15,000 check, my company does $60,000 a month. I'm going to make that back in a couple weeks. We just acquired two new spaces where the rent I'm paying is ridiculous. I ain't going to go into the numbers and all that unless you need me to. But <laughs> Let's go into the numbers. All right, all right let's go into the numbers, right? All right? So one of the biggest things that I teach is uh, you know, how to find these deals and how to like really, really structure them, right? So... I look at I don't look at turnkey spaces. What does turnkey mean? Turnkey meat basically means like it's ready to go. I never ever you're literally you're digging yourself a grave if you're looking for a turnkey space. Why? Because think about it. It's all about leverage. Everything in business is leverage. If a, if you go to a landlord and their space is top of the line, it's got HVAC in it, white walls, pristine floors, like look at something like this and it's ready to go. You got to pay a lot more money for that space. This one was a shell when we got it though. Exactly. And that's probably why you were able to negotiate a lot more. The first event space I got, Fulton, 1542 Fulton Street in Brooklyn, New York, it was garbage. It was dirt, literally dirt. Like we had to sweep it up, rip the tiles off and everything. It was dirt. But I was able to negotiate four months rent concession. Rent concessions, free rent. Yes. A lot of people don't know about yeah, that. that too, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I have people who have approached me after like not, you know, didn't take my course. I don't know. But a lot of people who didn't, who don't do it and then they find my page, they'd be like, Yo, I didn't even know I could get a ring concession, bro. I'm just like, you ain't even know you had a Brian M and KN in your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. So it's just, there's there's different ways to structure it. So the new deal that I got, we got two event spaces in Brooklyn, New York, um, East New York, actually, that's where I'm from. So uh they were asking, uh, I always look for anything less than $25 a square foot. $25 uh, $25 a square foot, I would only pay if it's like turnkey. Yeah. $25 a square feet, $22 to $25 a square foot, I would only pay if it's like turnkey. Even before that, like before like really ideally $16 to $22 a square foot. So they wanted $19 a square foot. But the thing about it is that they had two spaces left next to each other. I'm like, y'all take both. Because I know that's going to give me more leverage. Mm. Leverage is the name of the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, yo, if I take both and I got to build it out, I know I can negotiate. So I got them down to $16 a square foot. My rent is seventy three thirty three for five thousand square feet in New York. Wow! One events, one events, not at both locations. One events at one location for a full day core package is eight thousand dollars. I can pay my rent at that two no locations in one day for both locations. Dang. And then also, um, I read this book called Pitch Anything by Oren Claff. Pitch anything. Pitch anything is so what people have two different sides of their brain. They have like this neurological side, and they have what they call a crocodile side. So the main thing you want to do is not hit the crocodile side because crocodiles, they end up going to defense mode. So if mm. I say something to you and say, look, listen, you want to sell your house. You want to sell your house for $200,000 and I say 100. Instantly, you're in defense mode. I'm saying something that's kind of disrespectful. It's throwing you off. You burnt out. You're ready to hang up. So now I'm saying things that's going to allow to hit the other side of the brain. So one thing that you guys can do as people that's watching when you cold calling somebody is start out with the person's name. You have all the information already there. So for example, I'm not going to say, hey, can I speak to David? First thing you're going to do is, who is this? You're going to hang up. Mm -hmm. Hey, David, how you doing today? 
Um, I'm good. Who is this? Yeah. Oh, my name is Derek. I'm a real estate investor. I seen your property and you go from there. But you bought more time and then you kind of hit that other side of the brain because they trying to figure out who this is mm. without going to defense mode. You sound like a bill collector instantly. You like, I'm right. not cutting no, I'm not paying no money right now. Right. <laughs> and that's how you kind of like utilize all these different tactics to get your deals. And then the best thing I was telling you to find your deals is utilizing. I like going straight to the source. I'm going straight to the people that already kind of want to sell their house. So we use like the expired listings method. Um, we go after. I like that. I want to play on your app for like after <laughs> this is over. I just want to like just look and see what's going on in the streets. Yeah, you really utilize this. I shoot, I get a login and all that. You can play with it. No, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. All right, give me, give me one more hack. One more hack. So one thing that I like to do is when you're on, so you're on PropStream. That's the uh, the system I was telling you guys, right? When you go on PropStream, you can literally type in the years of ownership. So if I type, what a lot of people don't do this, right? They go after, they'll just go to PropStream and they'll just type in, hey, I'm looking for houses in this zip code, right? So what I do is I'll go like 10 years ownership, eight years ownership. Somebody owned a house for some time now. A lot of times you might find a house or 15 years ownership. I'm going after somebody that had this house for a minute. They probably got some wear and tear. They probably tired of it. The kids probably grown and left. I'm going after the older people right out the gate, people that have been and had this house for a long time. Mm. And that's the one way we kind of like get deals is by going after directly people that had that house for a minute and they probably want to get rid of it anyway. You Real still got to have more money. You got to have money to, to build it out though. So that's another thing. You necessarily don't. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing is that for one thing, people got to understand that like you don't, everybody gets caught up in like having their venue look a certain aesthetic and things like that, like you would understand there's different types of clientele where people can only afford a certain amount. So like, yeah, you're designing your space to hit $5,000 clients or whatever, which is cool. That's great to shoot for. But you there's you could work up to that. You don't necessarily have to go straight to the top. You could work up to that. So like my first space, you know, I, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes in my first location. I definitely didn't make the same mistakes the third location. But uh, what I did is that like I only did what I absolutely needed. Floors, good lighting, white walls, mm. done. Regular tables and chairs, like super basic. So you get a space. Your major focus is floors. Flooring, lighting, lighting, wall color, which is just paint the walls white. It could Why go white? With, because it could go with any decor. If somebody has an undersea theme, if somebody has like a Winnie the Pooh theme or anything, you're not worried about your purple walls conflicting with their theme. It's white. It's a blank canvas. Oh, That's actually where we got These are the little things people don't know, bro. That's why I named my company Mannequin because Mannequin is like a blank canvas. The Mannequin, M-A-N-N-E-K-I-N. It's a trademark, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's like a blank canvas. What do, you, what do you take with a mannequin? A mannequin, you dress it up however you want to. Our, all our venues are all white canvases. Let's say commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. What are the numbers that you're looking at? So one of the questions you asked me is like, yo, T, how you chop this up real fast, right? Now, this is not like a, um, this is just a quick formula. You still got to do due diligence. You still got to do different things like that, right? But I always look at the 100 times rule. So I look at the monthly gross income on any multifamily deal or any commercial deal, and I multiply it times 100. So take out your phones right now and you say, okay, it makes $15,000 a month gross. Mm-hmm times 100. What is that number? Say it again. $15,000 a month. Mm -hmm. Times 100. 1.5 million. 1.5 million. So your formulas. I, you got to right. work on your formulas. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. yeah. So I know they shouldn't be asking over 1.5 million for this building. Mm. 
because that's a quick formula that investors use. Hey, y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there, you don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And look, we didn't come up with this. I mean, the people that's been buying real estate before us, before the 400 years, came mm. up with this. Like, you get what I'm saying? So all we doing is using the knowledge that they've been using, but now we're applying it correctly. So when you be like, yo, T, like, you know, you sent me something. I'm like, yeah, they overpriced by this much. It was like, well, how? Because I just did a quick hundred times rule. So if it's not making any income and it have potential to be income, that's not my fault. I'm going to give them an offer based on the current condition because I have to base it on what if I get zero tenants? Now, I'm sure I'm going to get some, but I'm not basing my numbers to make them feel good. I'm basing my numbers on what I believe is my worst case scenario so it can still be my best case scenario. 40 Airbnbs. And what is like the average that you expect from 
profit? Is it twenty five hundred or not? You... No more because they all theme theme now, and that's why I theme. encourage everyone to get a theme Airbnb because that's where the money is made at. Explain this to me. So basically, instead of a normal traditional Airbnb with a nice, cute setup, couch, tufted, whatever, I, I theme it out like I like some of my Airbnbs is like maybe all pink, Barbie style, pink bar stools, pink sofa. I may even paint the counters pink, the ceilings pink, chandeliers maybe pink or gold or whatever. And instead of a normal Airbnb, now I'm now I'm got a theme Airbnb. I'm not even focused on tourists booking my Airbnb. I have a lot of locals that will book it for content, video shoots, mm. photo shoots, um, business meetings or whatever because I have a theme Airbnb. And now they would pay me whatever I, I offer, you know, whatever I put it out there on the market because nobody else has one like it on the market. You know, it's not too many. So the supply and demand is definitely crazy when it comes down to theme Airbnbs. Goodness gracious. And so in a theme Airbnb, what do you expect to profit, take home? If you manage it yourself, you can easily profit. 10 grand a month, easily, easily. But the value you bring is definitely different. So, you know, of course, it's not going to be, you know, you can't expect, okay, I'm going to do a theme and have the same budget as someone that 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 has a regular Airbnb. Your theme you is, mean? you know, you got to put more wow factors into your Airbnb. So it costs more. Yeah, because yeah. you're creating an experience now, you know. I changed out most of my light fixtures. Um, I put unique beds in there, you know, unique sofas. Hold on real quick. Uh, <laughs> Hold on real quick. Because we're going to get some numbers out here. So, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have probably about 10,000 times 40 because you got 40. I'll just put it in. <laughs> oh, I got to pay the staff. Your pockets, but I got to pay the staff. I got to keep it real. That's I got to pay the team, tomorrow. though. I got a team to pay. So, you know, got a team I have to take care of. Mm. My wife I got to take care of. <laughs> That's when 2017 I got into the real estate thing. Gotcha. Failed my test a bunch of times, then finally passed it. And then March 2017, I got my license. And from there to December, I went ahead and um, did like 16 deals. Exactly 16 deals. It was more than that, but like a couple of them didn't go through because you, you bought a car the day before. You bought the house, like some dumb stuff <laughs> right, like right, that. Right. So it would have been like 20-something, probably like 26. Well, what, what were you doing to go get those deals? Exactly. So now what I was doing was I was using social media. So I was literally putting... I was doing posts. Like let's say, for example... Uh, so it's, it's funny, right? My whole following is like 70% women. So I knew that, right? So you can look at the insights, look at the analytics. So now, I don't want to be biased, but what do women like? They like nice kitchens. They like nice bathrooms, things like that. So I started posting was it kitchens. The new, was the newfound beard that got you on the... Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it could have been but a beard. Yeah. If you, when I look back at 2017, all my closings was like, if I had 16 closings, it was like 14 women. Dang. Yeah, all of them was women. So now... All my DMs is women. So now, I, because I'm posting kitchens, I'm posting bathrooms, I'm like, yo, women are crushing it. All this type of stuff. Women coming in. And they just like, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a house. I want to utilize you. And then what I realized, right, about women, and I don't want to sound sexist or nothing like that, what I realized is a lot of times, and one of my mentors said, figure out what is your ideal client. So I said, I went and looked at that, and I said, you know what? My ideal client is single woman, has over $10,000 saved, and they just ready to just to go. They just ready to buy something, right? And I realized that because now when you have, when a girl or a woman has a, has a boyfriend or husband, he has all the say-so or someone has all the say-so. And I realized that a lot of these dudes wouldn't even come look at the houses. A lot of dudes wouldn't even want to be involved. But now she trying to figure out, FaceTime me. If he said he don't like it, it's over with. Mm. So then I really trying to target it more to that. And it was like, because now they're looking like, okay, I still want to 
a male figure to kind of like take charge. I see. And I became that male figure. So I now see. I'm like, I think this is a good spot. And they're like, if you say it's a good, it's a good. Yeah. And I wasn't just trying to say it. It literally was like, I think that's a bad one. I think this is a good one. And that's how I really started running up like that's that. That's lit. That's lit. Yes. So I knew exactly what my what my audience was. Yeah, bro. I, man, I be trying to tell people, bro. You gotta you know, gotta who know you're your talking audience. To. Yeah, you gotta know who you're talking to. Because some people, yo, anybody that wants to buy a house, but if you don't, like, I think you're gonna catch the type of bait that you put out. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, whatever bait you put out, that's the fish that you're gonna catch. Mm-hmm. And because people are putting out so much different bait, they're getting bites everywhere. But I can't necessarily tie you to. Yo, this is my hero. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is my, this is the person that's always talking to me. Yeah. And it's really hard to grow a following that way. It's really it's hard to build hard. a business that way. Find a location. How are you looking at the location? So I definitely look for, I don't really care. Since we're living in a digital, digital era now, I don't really care about street presence anymore because I know I can market digitally. I don't care. I, I, my Fulton location is in a basement. Does $30,000 a month. Base, basement. Mm. So the way I the way I kind of look at it is just it's got to be in an accessible area. And the one thing I really look at is like, like I mentioned, you, you got to do market comp research. Like my, ooh, <laughs> yeah, you're funny, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I. So this is what I did, right? This is what I did, right? So when I first got into event space, I was like 22, right? I got my first event space. I'm just like, there's a lot of people in Brooklyn, because like I mentioned, because even you said like you, in Atlanta, there's a lot of event spaces in Brooklyn. I guarantee you, there's more event spaces for zip code in Brooklyn than Atlanta. Guarantee you, or your money back. So I'm just like, all right, cool. How am I going to set myself apart from the crowd? What I got to do? What I did is I mystery shopped every single venue within a five mile radius of the location I was opening. Yo, how much you charge? How many hours? What do you provide? How many people? What's the square footage? Everything. Made a whole Excel spreadsheet of like 30 different venues. Yo, all right, where are we in the market? Where are we in the market? So I was just like, all right, cool. All the venues that charge this much, provide this. All the venues that are this big, charge that. And I just kind of like segue. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to be like just under, get my initial clientele, and then I'm just like slowly build up once I have a clientele. Mm-hmm. So that's how you really do it. That's just, that's for, so I don't really, once I get into a location that is like, people are like, you want to look at urban metropolis areas. Like Brooklyn, everybody lives in like high-rise buildings, 60 units. They can't, they don't have, a, oh, my fault. They don't have, a, they don't have space to have a party. Think about it. You live in an apartment, a one-bedroom apartment, how you fit in 60 cousins and brothers and sisters. Right. So those are areas that I like to have my event space, which is Brooklyn, which is Atlanta too. Atlanta's really, really, you know, high population. So I just, once I get that, once I figure that out, then it's like, you know, all right, cool. What other amenities are they providing? Or do they have this type of lighting? Like one, a big thing is up lighting, like the color lighting. People go crazy over that. I know, I know event spaces that look like dirt, garbage, basura, but like they got really, really nice lighting. So people book them. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.